Hello to you. Welcome to Coin Market Recap on Tuesday, the 25th of October. I'm Connor Sefton with Coin Market Caps. Easy to understand look at the top crypto stories. Today, the UK has a crypto-friendly prime minister, but is this a good thing or a bad thing? Chinese intelligence officers are accused of bribing a US government worker with Bitcoin. Yet another crypto project suddenly announces that it's halting withdrawals until further notice. And FTX says it will compensate victims of a $6 million phishing attack, but warns this will be a one-time thing. Give our show a follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Google Podcasts. And you can get in touch with me on Twitter as well. I'm at Connor Sefton. Coin Market Recap. Bitcoin is boring, to say the least. I've never seen this before, but at the time we're recording this, it's moved 0.00% since this time on Monday. So let's move on to our top story now. And the UK has just appointed a crypto-friendly prime minister. Rishi Sunak becomes the country's third leader in as many months. He used to be finance minister. And back in April, he unveiled plans for the UK to become a global hub for crypto. Sunak's proposals included recognising stablecoins as a valid payment method. But he also sparked controversy by announcing that the government would release its own NFT. Critics claimed this was tone deaf given the issues that the country was facing. British crypto groups have welcomed Sunak's arrival in 10 Downing Street, but some Bitcoiners have raised concerns about his appointment. A video is doing the rounds on crypto Twitter that shows Sunak talking about central bank digital currencies back in October 2021. Let's take a listen. Central bank digital currencies could be a digital version of money, a bit like a digital banknote that could be used alongside physical notes and coins. Unlike most of the digital money people use daily today, it would be issued directly by a central bank, like the Bank of England in the UK. And governments and central banks across the world are working together looking into what having a digital currency might mean in practice. This includes issues that people care about, such as ensuring users' money would be safe and secure, that it could work with other ways to pay, would be energy efficient and available to everyone. A potential CBDC could offer businesses and consumers new ways to pay in the future. It's all part of the wider story of digital innovation that has delivered benefits to millions around the world and in the UK. As you will know if you've listened to this podcast before, many Bitcoiners distrust plans to roll out CBDCs, fearful that it could erode privacy and lead to consumer transactions being monitored. And while it's crucial to closely scrutinise what central banks are up to, you could argue Rishi Sunak's quotes have been taken out of context. During that video, he said that CBDCs should be a complement to cash, not replace it, and privacy should be a key consideration when they are being built. In any case, crypto policies are unlikely to be a priority for Rishi Sunak anytime soon, as spiralling interest rates and a cost-of-living crisis batter the economy. And while the UK's next general election isn't due to take place until January 2025 at the latest, the Prime Minister is already coming under pressure to call one now. The latest opinion polls suggest Rishi Sunak would suffer a crushing defeat if there was an election today, meaning he might not have much of an opportunity to realise his crypto ambitions anyway. 
Two Chinese intelligence officers have been accused of attempting to bribe a US government employee with Bitcoin. They were allegedly trying to steal files related to an ongoing criminal investigation into a global telecoms company. Officials say $41,000 in Bitcoin was paid by the defendants, who believed their source had been recruited to work for China. But they were in fact a double agent working for the FBI. The double agent was asked to find out what evidence prosecutors had about this unnamed company, as well as their witness list and strategy for the trial. At a news conference about a significant national security matter, Attorney General Merrick Garland said this. This was an egregious attempt by PRC intelligence officers to shield a PRC-based company from accountability and to undermine the integrity of our judicial system. Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco accused China of espionage, attempting to disrupt America's justice system, and harassing individuals. The insider flipped the script on the defendants by working not for them, but for Team America. The defendants' desperate efforts to sabotage this prosecution expose the PRC's government's commitment to tilting the playing field in favor of Chinese corporations abroad. Far from accepting the rule of law, PRC agents sought to use bribes to help the Chinese company obstruct and evade it. This case exposes the interconnection between PRC intelligence officers and Chinese companies, and it demonstrates once again why such companies, especially in the telecommunications industry, shouldn't be trusted to securely handle our sensitive personal data and communications. Despite China's clampdown on mining and restrictions on the use of cryptocurrency, the fact these intelligence officers allegedly use Bitcoin is an interesting development. The person accused of sending the Bitcoin bribe could face up to 40 years in prison if they're convicted. Yet another crypto project has abruptly announced its halting withdrawals, following in the footsteps of Celsius Network and Voyager Digital. Freeway had enticed users by claiming they could earn up to 43% in annual rewards through things like superchargers, simulations of major crypto and fiat currencies. But the platform has now suspended its services in response to what it describes as unprecedented volatility in the markets. Freeway says it's going to diversify its asset base to manage exposure to future market fluctuation and volatility, ensuring the long-term profitability of its ecosystem. But in a worrying development, it said it won't offer any further updates until this process is complete. The value of freeway tokens have plunged by 81% in the past week. All of this serves as the latest cautionary tale that if something looks too good to be true, it almost certainly is. And Sam Bankman-Fried has announced FTX is going to compensate phishing victims to the tune of $6 million. But on Twitter, he's warned this is a one-time thing and it shouldn't be seen as a precedent. 
SBF says this particular attack relates to a company that actually has nothing to do with his exchange. 3Commerce is an automated trading bot provider that allows users to connect their FTX wallets through an API key. Bankman-Fried said a few users ended up being exploited and said the industry needs to work harder to tackle such incidents. He's expressed hope that other exchanges will follow suit in making victims of this attack whole. That is it for today's Coin Market Recap. Please do leave us a review if you've enjoyed this episode. There's plenty more crypto news and features on our website over at coinmarketcap.com/alexandria. I'm Connor Sefton. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back with more news tomorrow. Bye bye for now.